Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book There Has to Be More by Rachel Service. Keep listening to find out how we can use the grow cycle to achieve your goals. Welcome back, I'm Steph and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and do the reading so you don't have to. This week it is the book There Has To Be More. It is a brand new release just in the last few weeks. It was very kindly gifted to me from my friends at Major Street Publishers, which is the publishing house that published this book. And it's a rather beautiful book with lots of nice pink and red on the cover as well, which you can see on the album artwork which was done by the very talented Tess McCabe. We should spend more time celebrating our book cover designers personally, although maybe that is a slightly biased view from my my perspective. Anyway, this book is all about personal growth, which is funny timing. I feel like I've been reading lots of books at the moment around personal growth and time management and life management. As you would have heard over the last couple of weeks, Been I read 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman, which was incredible and was very much around how to live better and think differently about how we spend our time. I've also read a few other books, which I'll be talking a little bit more, sharing a little bit more about over the next few weeks as well, including getting a sneak peek of the new book by Donna McGeorge, which is out early next year called The One Day Refund, which is also about making better use of our time and a little bit of reflection on what we've learned over the last couple of years, but without being too pandemic heavy. So I'll be telling you more about that as we get a bit closer to that release date. But it's a fun time of the year in terms of books and new books, I think, as we kind of roll towards the end of the year. So let's get stuck into this one. Let me tell you a little bit more about the book and a little bit more about Rachel. You may have outgrown a relationship. Your job may no longer excite you. Maybe you look in the mirror and see someone you don't want to be anymore. You might be so fed up that you're ready to throw in the towel at work or in friendship or in a relationship. Behind the scenes, thousands of smart, capable, amazing people like you feel the exact same way. In There Has To Be More, Rachel shares the methods and tools she created to genuinely grow and build a life that reflects what makes her happy. And that was taken from the book blurb on Amazon. A little bit about the author. Rachel Service is the CEO of Happiness Concierge and the author of There Has To Be More, The Essential Guide to Personal Growth. After experiencing an aha moment at a Beyonce concert with $300 in her bank account, entrepreneur Rachel Service started Happiness Concierge, the company empowering thousands of people across the globe. Since then, she has saved companies millions by empowering their people, partnered with ASX listed companies, retail banks, universities and government departments and shifted the dial on workplace culture. Rachel's award-winning approach to personal and professional growth has been featured in the BBC, Financial Review, Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. In her TED Talk, How to Break Up with Your Public Identity, she was internationally syndicated on the official TED website in 2020. Rachel's belief is when we create our own version of success, we take control of our life and work. All right, so that should give you a little bit of an insight into what this book is about. Let's get into the three big ideas from it. Big idea number one is the growth cycle. The main structure of the book is the growth cycle, which is Rachel's model of how to take your goals and reach them. The five stages of the growth model. First one is own it, which involves doing an audit and really checking yourself on what's really happening, including how you're getting in your own way at the moment. The second step is find your way back or reflecting on what's changed and what those trigger points were. The third stage is what do you want, which involves defining what you want and really being clear on what's important or what's most important and maybe what's slightly less important. 
The fourth stage is the game plan. So the people, the actions, the roadblocks, and then prioritizing the goals. And then the fifth and final stage is take the first step, which involves acknowledging the small wins, finding little ways to fail and setting a bit of a commitment to yourself. There's lots of reflection questions and frameworks. One that I particularly liked was looking at behavior and communication patterns that we fall into the trap of our own outdated beliefs and how we reinforce them. And therefore ending up going in a bit of a cycle, which is maybe not particularly useful for actually achieving our goals and breaking some of those patterns and habits and ways of thinking. If you're familiar with immunity to change, it's got some overlap to that or some similarity to that in terms of finding out what you want to achieve, but where you're stopping yourself achieving those things, but maybe it's a slightly more simplified version which might be actually a bit more helpful to use so that's big idea number one the growth cycle and again that was own it find your way back what do you want the game plan and take the first step big idea number two is choose your people there's a really strong theme in the book about the people around you and that you surround yourself with and choosing them wisely Rachel shares that some people might freak out when you make a big change and when you decide that you're going to commit to yourself and make a bit of a goal and then achieve that goal You might even be concern trolled, which was a term that I had never heard before, but I really enjoyed as a description, which is when you get a backhanded comment or false curiosity. I'm going to read you a little example of that in the book, which kind of entertained me. So someone might say to you, how was your morning? And you say, great, I did a fitness class. And then the other person says, oh, I would never do that kind of jumping around. And then you'd say, well, you know, it's not for everyone. And then they would reply, well, don't you ever worry about getting injured? So that sort of sense of these backhanded comments of, oh, God, I couldn't do that. And false curiosity, like, oh, you know, what if you hurt yourself? What if you get injured? And what's quite entertaining is that I read this and I thought, oh, yeah, I 100% do that to other people sometimes. And people absolutely do it to me on a regular basis. And there's probably a couple of people in particular I think of who do that on a regular basis. And it, what really struck me, though, was thinking, oh, I've never seen that as something that is a bad thing. It's just different people have different opinions. So I thought that was really interesting as seeing it as a bit of a thing and how that might in some cases make people feel bad or make people feel like they shouldn't do the thing because they've been concern trolled. So it made me think maybe I, some of those comments that I make to other people, but purely from a sharing an opinion rather than thinking or suggesting that they should or shouldn't do something is maybe something I need to stop doing. So that was useful. There's also quite a useful section in the book that if you do need to edit some relationships, shall we say, there's also advice in here around saying no, which is involves validating the request, saying no, and then suggesting an alternative, establishing boundaries, and potentially even distancing yourself from certain individuals or certain groups or relationships that you have that maybe aren't serving you or certainly aren't serving the new version of you and the goals that you would like to achieve. So that would be particularly useful, I think, if you know that there's maybe some people in your surroundings that are less healthy. So that's big idea number two, choose your people. Big idea number three is reflect, reflect, reflect. And this is more of an overall theme in the book. There's a huge amount here in on reflecting and there's loads of great reflection questions and points in here. And the book's quite practical in that every few pages, there's a section that you can fill in. There's also an associated workbook that comes with this particular book. I don't have that workbook, but I've seen some, some pictures of it and it's a way of supplementing this and actually having something that you can keep coming back to and rather having than having to flick through all the time, you can use as a bit of a guide to using the ideas in the book. 
Quite a few of those reflection questions involve looking backwards and there's a section I quite liked which is around thinking back to a time you felt excellent or you felt at your best and then asking yourself what's changed. I mean at the moment that's kind of a strange question because what changed? A pandemic. (laughs) A pandemic happened but thinking about that more generally to pinpoint the things or the pivot points that got you to here where maybe things aren't working as well for you or there's something a little bit missing. The hardest bit though is often knowing what you do want. So the books, uh, the book asks you what you want to feel or be, what you want to have and what you want to achieve, which is quite a nice way of breaking it down because I think even those little prompts can help you think about, okay, what is it that I do want? What is it that I would like to feel or be? What do I want to have? What do I want to achieve? So even those little nudges will help to define what success looks like. And then from there, you can set up timelines, stepping stones and the habits required and the people you need around you to actually achieve those things. So that was big idea number three, reflect, reflect, reflect. So we go. Three big ideas from the book, There Has to Be More by Rachel Service. Big idea number one, the growth cycle. Big idea number two, choose your people. And big idea number three, reflect, reflect, reflect. I've read obviously quite a few books similar to this in terms of goal setting and habit making and things like that. This one I thought was better in some cases in the sense that it had loads of really great reflection questions and was a good kind of overall book. I quite like the growth cycle. I think the questions that Rachel has posed in the book are fantastic in terms of reflection. And there was a few in there that I've dog-eared and and highlighted and have made some notes to myself to go back to and think about as well as I'm doing some of my own planning at the moment about New Year's and what I want to be doing more of and less of and stuff. So that was really useful in that sense. There was a few things, I think if you're looking at this or thinking about this book as a, as your go-to goal setting book, I think there was a few things that it was a little bit almost flippant on or a bit too high level on. It was one of these books that's very much a make the plan and then do the plan. That's it's, that's kind of all that it, that it has to be. And I think if you are maybe looking at something that's more habit based, then something like Tiny Habits or Atomic Habits would be better places to start to build those foundations before putting something like this into place or or using them alongside each other maybe is a better way of thinking about it. There was also another little theme in this book. There seemed to be also this overwhelming sense that you're going to have to go it alone and cut people out and there's people, the people around you won't believe in you and there's lots of rubbish people in your life and absolutely acknowledge that that may be the case and I've certainly had to remove people from my life before and and that's 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 just how life is but I found that there was probably more of that theme in the book than the theme of the more suppose the more positive angle of that in finding the people who will support you it was much more around the getting rid of the people who won't support you so look that's absolutely you know, still relevant and things but I think by part way through the or halfway through the book I was thinking ah oh, there's definitely a theme here on getting rid of people and going it alone and having to cut people out because they won't believe in you rather than hey find the people who will support you but potentially that was my own bias and interpretation so I will leave that one up to you to decide all right there we go episode 145 there has to be more by Rachel Service if you've read this book I'd love to hear from you you can drop me a message on LinkedIn or on Instagram contact details as usual are at the bottom of the show notes you can click over there and easily send me a message but otherwise until next time happy reading